Hello, and welcome back to Melody Machines, an existential examination into the musicality of moments, sounds, and every day. I'm Tyler Suarez, and thanks for listening. Again, I want to reiterate that my point in this podcast is that all noises and all sounds are musical. So these episodes just highlight a few and go more in depth with their inherent musicality. So I, I have the hard job of picking which ones I want to do. And in discussing with my girlfriend uh, which sounds to highlight, I thought I couldn't do this podcast and not talk about Diet Coke. Everyone who knows me knows my love for Diet Coke. Diet Coke and coffee. But I do, I, okay, I might have a slight caffeine, slight aspartame addiction. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Diet Coke in particular today. Um, but I guess we can talk about cans or, or liquids in general. Uh, but I want to specifically focus a little more on Diet Coke because that, that's the greatest can and one of the greatest liquids. And I can start by talking about one of my top 10 favorite sounds. The sound of cracking open a can of Diet Coke. For me, that is up there with the click the turntable makes when one side of the record is through. My best friend Eric and I would mimic that sound all the time, realizing the musicality of it, the inherent pitch, the syncopated rhythmic element. Really, I think he was just making fun of my addiction, but I, I didn't mind. In preparing for this episode, I honestly thought it would just be funny, and, and so me, to have an episode dedicated to this. But I obviously still wanted to actually talk about some useful information. So, I cracked open a can, and I poured it into a glass with ice. And I started to think about how people fill glasses with water and slide their fingers around the rim to create pitches. Uh, it may be a little bar trick, but just like that, I went down the rabbit hole. There is actually a musical instrument called Many Names, which is, in essence, a glass piano. Just no strings. This was invented by Benjamin Franklin. He referred to it as the glass harmonica. Working with a glass blower in London, Franklin made a few dozen glass bowls, tuned to notes by their varying size, and fitted one inside the next with cork. Each bowl was made with the correct size and thickness to give the desired pitch without being filled with any water. Franklin also painted them so that each bowl was color-coded to a different note. A hole was put through the center of the glass bowls, and an iron rod ran through the holes. And the rod was attached to a wheel, which was turned by a foot pedal. So the moistened fingers actually touched the edge of the spinning glasses and produced these Harry Potter-like eerie musical sounds. Some people thought that those high-pitched ethereal tones evoked the spirits of the dead and had magical powers, and others just thought it drove them mad. One actually controversial thing was that others thought the lead from the crystal bowls or the paint was absorbed into the musician's fingers when they touched the glass and it actually caused sickness. No explanation or proof was really given to these claims, though, and Franklin himself ignored all the controversy and continued to play the instrument until the end of his life with none of the symptoms mentioned. So, so rock star-like. 
Another rock star thing he did was not collect any money from his glass harmonica. He actually refused to patent any of his inventions, saying, and I quote, As we enjoy great advantages from the inventions of others, we should be glad of an opportunity to serve others by any invention of ours. And this we should do freely and generously. Franklin made it possible to create beautiful sounds with the touch of a finger, sounds that his wife Deborah once called the music of the angels. Now, this might be a stretch, but that is at the root of that little bar trick with water on the rim of a glass, or cracking open a can of soda. Such a bright and amazing man and thinker like Benjamin Franklin saw and heard the true musicality in an everyday noise, and he recontextualized it for others where they saw it as a musical instrument, and therefore, music. Thinking about all this, cans, soda, I can't help but think about, and it's worth mentioning, the cup song in uh, the movie Pitch Perfect, I I think it was. I I don't know. All I know is my little brother sings that song all the time. That song is cool because it's exactly what I'm talking about. Making music from and hearing music in everyday objects or noises. And that movie, and that song particularly, brought the idea to a commercial setting, into the box office and the homes of millions, taking a cup and replacing the drums in a pop hit. It's just so cool. And I really just want to mention, because my girlfriend's dad pointed it out to me, that I'm, and I quote, thinking like everything is in stomp. And really, he couldn't be any more on the money. As they explain on their website, matchboxes, brooms, garbage cans, Zippo lighters, and more fill the stage with energizing beats at Stomp, the inventive and invigorating stage show that's dance, music, and theatrical performance blended together in one electrifying rhythm. I mean, that's Melody Machines on Broadway. (laughs) I should write a letter and tell them to maybe include a Diet Coke can. But in thinking about all this, and using it as an excuse to drink 10 cans, I made a pretty cool track for this episode. I used the infamous sound of cracking the can open as the baseline of the intro. I also used the fizz that follows to create an atmospheric sound in the background of the track. It kind of gives it the, the fuzz a record player has. And when Wanting to add in real, and I'm using air quotes here, real instruments, I wanted the melody to focus around the notes D and C for Diet Coke. (laughs) So even if the synthesizer isn't a sound from the can, it's at least using the notes from the can. (laughs) Some other sounds I used were the flicking of the cap, which turned out to sound like a cowbell, and the rubbing of the condensation on the side, which made a a shaker-like sound. This track is super cool, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it. Be sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening to this right now, and on Instagram at Melody Machines Pod, where all the references for each episode for further reading or listening are laid out for you to explore more in depth. Thanks for listening. This track is entitled Diet Coke. Enjoy. Enjoy.